Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am so excited to be back with you again this week, serving up conversations about personal and spiritual growth for the recovering insecure attachment type. I have been recovering from COVID and did not release an episode last week, so just know that I missed you. And here I am back. (laughs) I'm on the tail end of COVID. I had the weirdest case. I'll go into it in just a second, but so glad to be here. Folks, I'm very excited to be back here with you this week. It's been a journey. I've climbed a mountain, went down a valley, and came out the other side. So (laughs) this week's guest, Christine Liu Singh, is amazing. I'm obsessed with our conversation. She is a Chinese-Canadian breathwork coach and intuitive guide. We talk about breathwork for a lot of the time, which I love, embodiment exercises. But she also just like talks about um, kind of the benefits of why we do it in a way that I've never um, really heard a breathwork facilitator talk about before. So that was really, really cool. So Christine is certified as breathwork facilitator, meditation coach, and Reiki master. She believes in the power of the breath to let go of old stories and help people rediscover the magic and natural gifts that they have within. This conversation is just amazing. She talks a lot about her career transition from a very long and successful career in PR and how she knew it was the right time for her to make a pivot. And then she also talks about her transition into motherhood, which I'm on that journey myself right now. So it was really cool to hear her talk about it. And I just didn't want the conversation to end, to be quite honest, but it had to because (laughs) someone from PG&E came to my house to um, fix a gas leak. So (laughs) life gets in the way, you know, but um, I'm really grateful that she was on the show and I can't wait to get into the episode. Before I do, I have this week's check-in, which obviously is going to be about Senor COVID. He paid a visit to this house just last week. It was um, an interesting, wild ride. So I I haven't heard really anyone else share this, but maybe this is super common. I have no idea. I went to, we'll just, we'll start with a timetable. Okay. We're going to break down the schedule of how, how senior COVID came in knocking. So I went to a lovely career event hosted by none other than Jenna Starkey, who was just on the show a couple weeks ago. Highly, highly recommend listening to her episode. It's so fun. We talk about the Enneagram. She's a career coach and she was hosting a career event, which was amazing. The event was filled with just like phenomenal women sharing about their careers, helping each other to build their own and like share and learn and network. And it was really amazing. But fast forward four to five days after the event was over and I was get I was sick. I had a little throat tickle. And I didn't really like think too much of it, didn't connect any of the dots of where I had been or what I was up to. And I just, you know, knew that I had to stay home sick. And then I got a text from a friend of mine that went to the networking event and was like, did you, did you get sick too? 
are you, do you have COVID? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think it was COVID. And um, I started (laughs) taking uh, a COVID test, a rapid test every single day. So sick with all the symptoms, body aches, a sore throat. Sore throat was the kind of the main symptom throughout. Uh, A little bit of brain fog for sure. Congestion. I had a fever one night for like a couple hours. Um, You know, I was having those fever dreams, which are like so distinct and so interesting and basically felt like I was high. And then um, I was like really, really tired. So sleeping a lot, resting a lot, binging all the TV that you can imagine. I mean, I can tell you the best shows on TV right now because I just watched all of them every single episode, (laughs) including if you're interested, Hacks, HBO Max, so good. Love a female comedian show. That was amazing. Um, And then, of course, Keep Sweet, the fundamentalist Mormon documentary. My heart is with that community and all those women. And now I'm watching Physical on Apple TV, which is crazy. It's about I want to say food control because <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's about addiction to binging and purging and eating issues. And it's fascinating and so good. And Rose Burns in it. And I'm obsessed with that woman. Anyway, okay. Those are my TV breakdowns. That has nothing to do with COVID. Well, it kind of does, but back to my COVID story. So I'm, you know, in community with these girls that all have COVID which is actually kind of fun. We're like texting back and forth, checking in with each other every day, giving each other tips on like how to get through it, which was good because sometimes when I'm sick, I forget like drink your fluids and like try to have some bone broth if possible and like eat zinc. I just forgot all those things. So that was really nice to have community around it. But I was testing every day, single day. So for five days straight, I was testing negative. And I just thought like, this is bizarre. I went to the same event as everyone else. They all got COVID. I guess I just got a cold. No big deal. And then on the sixth day, (laughs) I took a COVID test and got the faintest, faintest positive result. It was like a shadow of a line. So I called the advice nurse at my my doctor's advice nurse line. And I'm like, you know, I'm pregnant. I have COVID. What do I do basically? And they're like, you're going to be fine. millions of women have gone through this. You're going to be fine. I'm like, okay, go, go, go. They were saying that she was like, oh, you got a faint result. You must be at the end of the COVID. And I was just like, well, technically I think I'm at the beginning because this is the first positive that I've received. So it was, it's been weird. It's been bizarre. I'm going to talk more about it next week. I'm going to bring those girls on that I was in community with just to talk about symptoms, but also like some really interesting personal growth stuff about the journey. Cause like, how can it not relate to that? Of course. Cause yeah, it's, there was some huge learnings, some huge takeaways that both of them had in me as well. So I'm excited to share those with you. Yeah. So that'll be next week. And yeah, I am, I'm getting better. I'm on the mend. I was like great for a day and then I got worse again and I had to continue to take sick days and lie on the couch and watch more TV, more and more and more TV. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited to be on the mend 
And dude, if you are dealing with the Rona right now, my heart is with you. Drink water, get some bone broth and take that zinc because these are the things that I forget. These are like the mommy things that I need some gentle reminders on. So there you go. You're welcome. You are welcome. And one day at a time, you know, because woof, pandemic finally came, came to my home, to my my door, my family, my house. Yeah. And thank you all for the well wishes. I really appreciate it. I posted um, last week about it on my Instagrams just so that you knew why I wasn't having an episode last week. So I really appreciate that. And like, honestly, it does make a difference because, you know, I feel like there's some shame still at, around getting getting the Rona. So that makes me feel better. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, as always, Please, 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 please do me a favor. Leave a review for the podcast. I would love it. I would appreciate it so much. When you leave a review, it helps others to find the show and these free, amazing tools for people that are on their own healing journey. So, you know, help a friend out and leave that review. Explain why you like the show. Share it with a friend as well. If you have a friend who's into breath work or wants to talk more about career transitions, this is a really great episode to share with them. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode with Teen. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to have you here today. Teen, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Yes. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. Honestly, it's such an honor. So my name is Teen. I am the founder of Breathe with Teen, and I'm a Chinese-Canadian breathwork coach and intuitive guide. And so what that really means is my passion is helping people get back to their core through the power of their breath through using tools like intuitive readings, through Reiki, and through breath work and meditation to really help them strip away the layers so they can get back to their authentic self so that they may lead a life with full of flow, ease, and joy. And so I'm currently based out of San Francisco, and I am just so pleased to be here and to be doing this work. And, you know, my hope is really to be able to help people because um, I found that breathwork has been the most powerful healing modality for me in terms of getting me back onto a really aligned path. And so that's what my hope is to share with other people as well. Uh, and we're, yeah, I'm just so excited to have you here. We have so much crossover in, in all of our communities. So I feel like this is really, we're, we're going to have a good interview today. I'm very excited. So I would love to just start with, can you share how you actually found Breathwork? Yes, for sure. So my background is PR marketing, and I was working at a big agency and have been for almost a decade. And I would say at the beginning of my story in my in working in the PR world, you know, I was really in flow and, you know, it was like the perfect dream job that I didn't even know really existed. I didn't go to school for PR but I somehow ended up in it and it was amazing. And then I would say near the end of my time, you know, it's interesting, right? It's like things evolve. And at some point you realize like, I was just feeling really stressed, really burnt out. And it just wasn't feeling aligned anymore. 
And I started turning to meditation as a way, as a tool that I've heard can really help with stress release and all that, decreasing anxiety. And so through my meditation, it just kind of opened all of these doors. And I was taking all these different classes and I found a meditation studio in San Francisco. And they had not only just a meditation class, but they had all these different types of meditations. So there was like chakra balancing, there was all these sound baths that were happening. So I found a class that was about breath work. And so I thought, okay, easy peasy. We're just gonna inhale, exhale, you know, and I've done breath work as part of yoga classes, didn't think much of it. But I walked in and I had such a profound experience that day from attending that class. So when you do breath work, it can really light up different energy centers of your body, you know, things I didn't really understand. Uh, but what it translated to me was I felt this like force within my belly. And I can't explain it, but it was like a twisting and pulling. And it was just like, whoa, like something was within me. And it was the first time that I experienced, and you know, as I'm talking about it, it's lighting up right now. And it's like, there's something within me that like wants to be expressed or wants to move. And so I spoke with the teacher after that experience. And she was like, you know, that's like your air, your solar plexus and your sacral chakra, which are your home of your personal will, your personal power, and your creative spirit. And so she was like, your creative spirit is, you know, wants to express herself, listen to her. And I'm like, what does that mean? And so I'll just say that that day, you know, a seed was planted and I just kept going and I kept seeking it out. And, and I think living in San Francisco has been so wonderful because there's so much, the healing world here is so prevalent and there's so much abundance. And so, you know, I just kept finding different breathwork classes, found different teachers that really resonated with me. And uh, there was one particular teacher that I really was drawn to. Her name was San Symes. And she was a teacher at Anchor Meditation. You know, after that class, people were like, oh, you have to attend San's class. I was like, okay. Uh, you know, when you hear an invitation like that, you're like, and I heard it from multiple people. So I was like, all right, here we go. And so what she was doing was she was doing these full moon shamanic journeys with breath work. Oh. And again, totally very new. You know, I attended her classes and her circles and I kept going back for more. And it was really within those classes that I just found the strength within me. I was able to reconnect with myself and, you know, find the strength and the courage to live the life of my dreams. And, you know, from her classes, from readings that I was doing, it became very clear because I kept hearing the message that, you know, the job that I was doing was not what my soul's purpose was here on earth for. And the, the stress that I was feeling was the disconnect between what my soul wanted and what my ego was doing. And so it's like, you know, for the first couple of years when I first started, it's like, okay, I was like trying to make it work, but the gap was becoming so wide that, you know, I couldn't ignore it anymore. It was really through the breath work where I found the strength, I found the courage within to quit my job, to quit my full-time job without a plan. And I didn't really know what I was going to do, but um, all I had was, I'm just going to follow on that intuition and follow my joy. What lights me up? And you know, kind of go with that. What that looked like was, uh, you know, I love bringing people together in community. And so somehow I started 
collaborating with these incredible healers and I started hosting monthly workshops and bringing women together for sister circles, for new moon meditation, intention setting circles, for full moon meditation circles, to partnering with one of my girlfriends who has this incredible candle business. We did uh, a candle making workshop where I got all these crystals. I led people through a meditation and we set our intentions and put them into the crystals. And then everyone walked away with one of their in her beautiful candles with their crystals. So every time they burn these candles, it's like, you know, they're manifesting this intention that they've set to working with other incredible healers to do like astrology 101 workshops, teaching people how to like understand their birth natal charts and to even like hosting like a dumpling event because I love to cook. (laughs) And so I did something for like Lunar New Year to just like celebrate my tradition and honor my culture as a, you know, a Chinese Canadian. And it was, it was just amazing. And so I, you know, again, I was just kind of like following this, these little breadcrumbs that the universe was putting out and it just kept leading me to different opportunities. And it's kind of wild to think about. And, you know, I was still like at the time, like uh, freelancing so like once I quit my PR job I was like well I know what to like you know in terms of like transferring my skills so I took what I knew and how to do um, and I started sharing like social strategy with female founders and small businesses and I realized like that's like an area of um, especially a group of women that I really like working with is like supporting small businesses after like supporting these giant like you know corporations for so long and if it just felt really meaningful and then I was doing that for a while and then I realized that I also instead of just like doing the social media for these businesses I wanted to teach people I wanted to teach and empower these female founders on how to do social media on their own and so I was doing that for a bit and then you know I was continuing in the events business and then I got pregnant and so oh my god <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, it's so interesting to see how things unfolded. But, you know, I got certified uh, in breath work, I got certified as a meditation coach. And then um, this was in 2020, after doing breath work for a couple of years. And then after uh, doing the certification, I got an opportunity to teach breath work and lead breath work classes at Anchor Meditation. So it really became full circle. And of course, that was right before the pandemic hit. And one of the beautiful things is we were able to translate a lot of this work online. And, you know, it's not the same, of course, as being in person, but it was also really beautiful. Like we were able to create these gorgeous sacred containers for the people that we were able to meet, even through Zoom. And so I continued that work for a while until, you know, at some point, I think I was about seven months pregnant and I could just feel my my daughter, you know, who was in my belly at the time was, okay, mom, I'm, I'm ready for you to focus on me. And I realized it was so interesting. Like my intuitive powers, it was almost like the door closed. It was like, I, wow. I wasn't receiving any more messages for people, even through the, the, the readings that I was doing. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to trust this and I'm going to just go with the flow. And after that, you know, I really just focused on spending time with my daughter and, you know, just being the best mom that I could. And um, I told myself, you know, being a Canadian, I was like, I'm going to take a year off. And, Hell yeah. you know, because that's how much you get <laughs> in Canada for maternity leave. Hell but yeah. around the six month mark, yes, I started getting an itch of like wanting to 
be in circle again, wanting to lead people, wanting to, um, you know, share breath work again. And so at that time, I decided to do some more training. And then that's when I kind of started picking things up again. And so, you know, fast forward to now, my daughter's 14 months old, and I've just been really finding my groove as like, a, you know, entrepreneur, as being a mom, and um, also like finding time and spaces to hold space for people. And so it's been a really beautiful journey. And uh, I'm just so grateful for all of it. That's incredible. Okay, there's so many things I want to dive into. <laughs> I didn't, I was like, you're on a roll and I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I do not want to interrupt. So I want to go back to what you said about the soul and the ego. Cause I feel like this is a really interesting concept and conversation that's constantly going on in this body over here. So I'm curious, how did you honor both or, or let one go? Or how did you play with that dynamic? Yeah, it's so interesting. So you know, it brings back to a couple of readings that I did. So there was an energy healer that I had worked with right at the very beginning of my journey that was recommended to me by one of my coworkers. And she was like, she kind of knew like how I was feeling about like, just not really, I guess, being super aligned with my job. And, and she was like this, you know, there's this person that I talk to, and it's just a conversation and she helps clear the energy. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm open. And so I spoke with her and she was probably one of the first people aside from my husband who was like, this job is not right for you. But when you're like living in that life, and you've been on autopilot for so long, it's like you hear that message, but you don't like, I wasn't ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning like I wasn't ready to take action on it right away. And so that, but, you know, again, that's another seed that's planted. And then I did another reading for my birthday one year and it was a tarot reading. And that's when she was like, your ego and your soul are not aligned and you're feeling this, this discomfort is the, the gap that's widening. And so it took me a while, I will say, to really understand what is the difference. I've always thought of myself as one body. My brain is is who I am. My thoughts are who I am. And, you know, from hearing these messages, and then one of the books, I was gifted this book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And he really talks about your ego versus your soul. And I think that's when I really started understanding that there's there's two parts of us that we kind of live from. And if for someone who's listening, who's like, I have no idea what you're talking about, I will say the way that I would describe it is like your soul is like your inner wisdom. It's like your gut. It's like when you're in a situation and something within you tells you that like something doesn't feel right or something lights you up inside, you know, and it's like, that's like your gut. That's your soul speaking versus ego is like, comprised and made up of like your logical mind it's like what makes sense as like the next step it's all of your thoughts it's all of you know perhaps stories that um old stories that people have told you that you've accepted as your truth but you know these might have these might have been beliefs that have been you know influenced upon you when you were super young and you've just carried them with you like your whole life because no one else has told you differently And so there was a lot of unlearning that has been happening since then. Does that answer the question? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm curious when you look back at your job in PR, like what, when you, when you're looking at it as holistically, like what do you think is the through line that attracted to you, you to that job? Like what were the things within that job that 
you feel like maybe you're even still doing today? Oh, that's such a great question. Thank you for honoring this. You know, I feel like you're honoring my my past life. And yes, we have to. Yeah, yes, for sure. And I'm so glad. I mean, like that part of me is really happy right now because she feels really Aww. seen. And so thank you for that. It's so interesting. Like I said, I didn't go to school for PR. I went to school in Canada uh, and I did an arts and business degree. And while my friends were really on like, specific paths like engineering or accounting or doing law schools like they knew going into school what they were going to do like afterwards and whereas like I was over here like doing all the things and I was volunteering and I was doing all this stuff and so my university degree in that time in my life was really I would say defined by all these volunteer opportunities I was doing so at, at a point in my life I was the president of the Chinese Asian Canadian Student Association at my yeah. So, which basically meant I was throwing a lot of parties and social events and getting our Chinese Canadian community together. And that was a big part of my life. And then um, another big organization I was involved with was called Impact Entrepreneurship Group. And it was all about uh, fostering this entrepreneurial spirit with high school students and university students. And so, again, full circle, because, you know, I feel like I've always wanted, I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And so I'm just like really grateful that that's what I'm doing now, but it's taken me from, you know, that was like 10 plus years ago, right? So it's like, it's taken me that long to finally step into like being like a, you know, a small business owner and entrepreneur. And so what really led me into PR was again, through those, um, you know, through when I was working um, uh, with the nonprofit entrepreneurship group, one of our sponsors and partners, someone connected me with like a, an executive at a PR firm that was in Toronto at the time. And so again, it was through the connections and relationships that I had. And, you know, I, I didn't know what the world of PR was, but through that relationship, I just kind of started fostering that. And, you know, when I was looking for full-time jobs, I reached out and said, Hey, like, are you looking for anybody? And again, the job ended up becoming like everything that I was good at. So it was like bringing people together, writing and creating, being creative and like doing all these events. But now I was applying it to really awesome brands that I was passionate about. I've been working in consumer and tech for a long time. It was just so much fun for me. And I was also hired as like a, a integrated uh, media account executive and it was just really cool how it worked out. When you go into PR, you're there's kind of like two tracks. There's like the traditional media. So like you work in doing press releases or events for brands. And then there's the other track, which was like social media at the time. And, you know, 10 plus years ago, that was when like Facebook was around, obviously still around, but like it was a big play for brands and, um, and Twitter as well. And so you know, I was already just passionate about it. I was the person who was like on Twitter already, like I was an early adopter for a lot of these social media platforms. So it just really felt like it fell into my lap. And I know how hard it is to get into PR agencies. And I was hired right out of the gate as a full-time employee. And so it just, again, that was honestly, I feel like the universe leading me into that path. That is so cool. That is so cool. I'm just imagining you like gathering everyone in college and now you're still doing that today. Like it's so fun. And it's just, it's interesting because it seems like um, you've had the spiritual awakening and that, and that shifted the 
the like meaning behind the the work that you're doing, but it's still similar work. And I I just ask that question because I have a tendency to just like throw the past away and be like, that's my old life. And it's like, it's all connected. <laughs> it's totally all connected. And there's usually a through line. You're and so I feel right. like- yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm. I, I just want to do better at uh, honoring those past lives because they really are past lives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah. I also had like the most meandering like college track and then graduation and then like career. So it's fun to hear other people just say like, and then I just fell into PR. I'm like, I know that life. (laughs) (laughs) All my other friends had like complete, you know, they had their, all all my other friends had jobs before they graduated. And I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so here, here we are. Here we are. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I know I am. If you're enjoying the Lit AF podcast, I humbly ask you to make a financial contribution to the Lit AF tip jar. Your support will help make this podcast happen. Financial contributions help to cover costs like podcast hosting site, podcast recording software, and it also helps us to pay our amazing, talented podcast editor that brings us these sweet episodes every single week. Monthly and one-off donation options are available, and we've got some sweet thank you gifts for everyone participating. If you're interested in making your financial contribution, please visit sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Now back to this week's episode. Thank you so much. a little bit more about breathwork. So I'm so curious. You talked about that first time in breathwork and that that feeling that you had in your belly is so cool, so powerful. Um, I'm curious if you can just expand on that a little bit and talk about like what changes you've experienced using breathwork or what changes you've seen others experience using it. Yeah. So I mean, one of the really beautiful things about breathwork is it's a different experience for everybody. And also it's a different experience every time you do it. And so, you know, I share this with just the caveat that, you know, going into breathwork without any expectations is like the best way about it because, you know, it's, it's all about really just trusting and surrendering to the experience And so personally for me, you know, I'll I'll share another story is that when I had met my teacher, Sam Symes, the first time I met her, she was doing a new moon water ceremony. Again, I had no idea what that was about, but you know, I was there for it. And at the end she was like, don't leave. I, you know, I want to talk to you before you go. And so at the end of the event, I remember we had a little, you know, aside and she was like, she just looked at me. And again, this is the first time I'm meeting this woman. And she looks at me and she goes, stop hiding. And I was like, whoa. And in that moment, she just, I felt like looked through my, through my eyes into my soul, Mm. you know, and I'm just getting chills, just like recounting this experience. And when she said that, I was like, wow, like that stuck with me for a really long time. And you know, I went, you know, then I went back to work and I was like, kind of like 
evaluating and observing like where am I hiding in life and I felt like that was really apparent with my job at the time I think somewhere down the road again and you know I don't know it's probably because of like the spiritual awakening or just like this is just how I was like following my path and just realizing that this was no longer aligned for me but I I could see myself it was almost like I stepped outside as a third party observer and just looked at looked at how I was living my life. And I just felt like I wasn't expressing myself. I wasn't being authentic to myself. I I was holding back, you know, for fear of what other people might think. And there's just, there's a lot going on there. And so how, you know, breathwork just really, really helped me. So just to give an idea for people who haven't experienced breathwork before, the type of breath work that, that I do is based on the pranayama technique, and it is taught by David Elliott, who is a teacher that I ended up studying with later. And it's a two-part breath. And so you inhale through your belly, inhale through your chest, and then you exhale. And it's all done through the mouth. And you do that for about 20 to 25 minutes, you know, with like a curated playlist that the guide usually creates. And that's like designed to help you like really feel your feels. And then at the end, you have a resting period for about five to seven minutes there's a lot of profound realizations and experiences that can happen your body can light up you might feel really hot you might feel really cold you might feel like you're sinking into the into like you know the surface underneath you you might feel like your body just like wants to move um, and again the experience is completely different for everybody I think one of the the common things is that you just have a lot of realizations and um, a lot of epiphanies and so for me it really helped me find my voice it really helped me start stripping away these old stories that no longer fit me that I've been carrying since I was a child to now and it helped me find my confidence help me find my voice help release self-doubt that I had fears and you know it's not a overnight kind of thing right it's like it's a practice as meditation is and so the more times I kept going it's like I was working different on different areas of my life as I was going through this journey. And so I felt like for me in the beginning of it, it was like really developing this awareness that I'm not living um, the life to like, you know, the fullest potential. And then, you know, what needs to change? And so for me at the time was I need to just change my job as that was how I was spending most of my time. And, you know, that was kind of at the beginning. And then, you know, as I've, um, you know, now, now I'm stepping into becoming like an entrepreneur. It's like, there is, I think there was somebody who said this really well. It's like, when you start your own business, it's almost like you're signing yourself up for all of the self-work, you know, and self-discovery. <laughs> totally. <laughs> because it's like, you're looking at yourself in a mirror and you have to like deal with all this, like, you know, doubt that can come up and, you know, are you worthy of, you know, um, all the abundance and, and so much, you know, and everybody has, again, a different experience. So I don't want to, you know, um, cast like a, too much of a generalization, but, you know, those were things that came up for me. And um, so, you know, I still, to this day, use breathwork myself to help with kind of combating some of this negative self-talk and helping me just like, again, get back to my core, get back to my authentic self. Like, And what that is really is I believe that everybody here is whole. Everybody's complete. We have everything that we need. Sometimes we just need a little bit of guidance to help us take away some of these like louder voices that we have in our head that don't serve us and old stories that 
um, no longer fit us anymore. And I really believe that breathwork can help take those away so that you can, again, get back to your most authentic self. I love that. And I, yeah, (laughs) I definitely have had some of those moments during breathwork. I think mostly I've had so like pretty psychedelic visions, which is really fun. Yes. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. I'm like thoroughly into that. <laughs> and then I get real <laughs> hungry afterwards. I'm like, I got to Every time I do yes. my work, I'm like, I got to eat a cheeseburger. Like this is <laughs> – I need to fill up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's – I think that's a great way of describing it too is that you do get hungry because it's such a – you release so much you know, and so energetically speaking, it's like after this release, like I, I, you know, one of the things that I really tell all my students to do in classes is to set an intention when you do breath work. It's like, what do you want to call in so that it's the most um, effective for you? You know, you're clearing and making all this space. Okay, so what do you want to call more in of, you know, whether it's love, whether it's abundance, whether it's confidence, joy. Um, so that's something that I, I always mention. I love that. It's like a a shortcut of feeling the feelings and like kind of emptying all of them out in a way that's um, honoring them rather than trying to escape them. Yes, exactly. Um, And one thing I'll say too is that, you know, I think with a lot of these more of the icky emotions that we may feel like shame, doubt, fear, guilt, you know, when we experience though, a lot, a lot of those times it's like we repress those emotions or we don't talk about them because we weren't taught to talk about them. So what happens? Like we, we push them down and it like gets stuck, like in our hips, it gets stuck in our womb uh, as women. And so what breathwork really does is the breath helps you pull up these things, pull up these repressed emotions. And I really, truly believe that, you know, we're served up like what we're ready to, um, like what we are able to handle and um, kind of work through at any given time. And so it's helped me heal, you know, past traumas and, and bring up things, honestly, that I kind of forgot about. And I was like, whoa, like, and, you know, but just trusting that, uh, I have everything that I need to help me work through this um, situation now that I might have repressed from so many years ago. And when it's coming up, I'm curious, like, is it a conscious, like, is it a conscious memory or is it just kind of those feelings and the unconscious coming through? It can be. So for me, that that has happened. I, I had memories that I totally was not in my conscious memory. It was like pulled up from like the back archives. So I think that's another thing too, is like when you do breath work, because it can be so activating and so triggering is like making sure that you have the support system. You know, when people come and work with me, it is such a sacred exchange. I don't take it lightly. It is such an honor. And I believe that anyone who comes to me is meant to come in my path and I'm meant to help serve them in some way, shape or form. And so each relationship to me is, is very, very precious. And, you know, I want to say out loud too, is that like, I'm not uh, somebody who is like a a trained like psychologist or um, anything like that. But, uh, you know, I feel like I can play a part in somebody's healing journey and then help guide them to their next step. I love that. And I will say too, that like, I feel like I've processed tougher things using breath work, meditation, and EFT tapping than I have ever like shared with a therapist. Like it took me 
the safety of learning using all of these like different modalities by myself in order to bring those things up with a therapist. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have the best therapist in the world. And if you're not sharing, which is what I was doing, I just didn't share anything. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm so great. Look how great I am. Every week I want to hear, yeah. I want to come in here and I want you to see how great I'm doing. So it's like, if you're not sharing, then you're never going to have that growth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, because I, you know, I've also heard people compare like one session of breath work to like years of therapy, just in terms of how quickly it can help you feel those feelings and help you move through it. Totally. That's amazing. Um, okay. Well, before you go today, I really want to hear about, um, the book that you helped co-author the rising sisterhood. Yeah. I'd love to just hear about your experience of writing, and um how the book mm. came together and how it came yes. out because I remember I remember seeing that you like you're like this it came out the day after you you had your baby right like it was uh, the day all before the things, <laughs> day before that's so crazy I'm like I'm five months pregnant right now and I'm like I can't even imagine oh like I'm so tired <laughs> Thank that's you. so exciting I'm excited oh yeah, well, we'll definitely have a follow-up conversation about Obviously. that. I want to hear yes. about how your journey is going. But yeah, so the Rising Sisterhood. So this opportunity came um, came to me, um, just kind of came across my desk, and they were like, you know, we're looking for women to share their stories of how they kind of overcame their personal struggles and are leading like the the life of their dreams right now. And again, of course, like you know, when something comes up, it's like, well, am I worthy of this? Like, do I have a story that is worth sharing and um it really kind of took some i guess like coaxing of myself and just like belief in myself and trusting that i do have a story that is worth sharing and so you know the, the process of writing it was actually really interesting again it was like holding up a mirror to my life and there's something very healing about uh, and very empowering about sharing your story of like where you've come from. So I, I go all the way back to my childhood, you know, and um, I talk about growing up and what that experience was like to uh, how I got into PR to now doing what I'm doing. And it was a very cathartic experience sharing. And to me, it was like, so powerful. I feel like there's so much um, power in being in community. And, you know, I've always pictured myself one day, I would love to like author my own book, but this was a great stepping stone and a great experience. And it's like, I had I had zero attachment to like, what the outcome would, would be, you know, it's just like, this is my opportunity to get my story out. And for me to make peace with different parts of how things have unfolded. And so yeah, it was really incredible. I think also to do this when I was pregnant and you, and you being pregnant, I'm curious if you can relate, but it's like giving birth and being pregnant is such an initiation as women. And I'm so grateful to like, again, have this experience. And um, so there was something really special about writing this when I was pregnant because it's like, as I'm like preparing to give birth to this new being, it's like almost like I was giving a rebirth as a new mom, like you be, you're going through this like rebirthing cycle yourself. 
And so it was almost like, and I never thought about it this way, actually. But now that I think about it, like the timing was just like ridiculous. I mean, like, wild. you know, it's it so came wild. out like a, it, we, I had like a poll. I was like asking, like, who, which one do you think will come first, the baby or the book? You know, because. Oh <laughs> but it's really like I gave birth to two babies at the same time. So there, there was something really, really special there. And so uh, this was an opportunity brought to me through um, the the founder of this is Amy Edge. And so uh, we there were about 16 women that shared their stories through the Rising Sisterhood. And since then, she's actually published a couple of more rounds of books as well. Oh. Uh, just all incredible women from all different backgrounds sharing their stories. And I think she's like on the third book now. And, and all the proceeds support um, a different charity. So at the time, my book supported the Trevor Project, which was amazing. The latest one now is supporting Girl Talk. And um, so it's just like a really like, why not? I think that was like the question. I'm like, why not jump in on this? That is so cool. And I feel like, I don't know, I, I, I haven't read it. I will be honest, but I feel like what you're talking about is um, processing so much of your life and like putting that all together right before you're about to really shepherd someone else's processing. Like it's, yes. it's truly like the timing of it is absolutely incredible and definitely, obviously not an accident. <laughs> Yes. Oh, but yes, wow. So I'm just, true. I'm, I'm in so much awe just cause I'm so tired all the time. I'm like, I can't take on <laughs> one more project. <laughs> I had to put my baby shower uh, registry list together and I was just like dreading it. And I love shopping. Don't get me wrong. And I'm actually, when I did it, I was, I had so much fun. Oh gosh. Well, hopefully you going into your second trimester will be better with the energy levels and, and all of that. Yeah, totally. I hope so. I hope so. If you could share with us how listeners can get in touch with you and what you're up to for the next couple of months. Yeah, definitely. So um, I always encourage people to find me on Instagram. That's where I am most active. Um, so I'm at breathe with teen. So that's T-I-N-E. And that's also my website as well, um, breathewithteen.com. That's where I share all of my upcoming events um, and ways that you can work with me. Um, so right now I'm really excited um, to be hosting a couple of in-person events again. And I'm going to be doing some work with Optimist Collective based out of San Francisco. We have a retreat with acupressure and I'm going to be leading a breathwork and Reiki workshop in the backyard patio. Um, that's on coming up this Sunday, uh, June 5th. So by the time this uh, podcast is going to be published, it's likely already going to be passed. But that said, I have a lot more things coming up. Um, I'm currently planning uh, another mini retreat that's actually going to be hosted in my backyard um, in San Francisco. And I'm going to be working with two other incredible coaches to do a limiting beliefs workshop to help you uh, release something, an old story, again, that no longer serves you. We're going to be doing some goals and intention setting. So you walk away with a 90-day plan that you can put into action right away. And I'm going to finish up with a breathwork and Reiki workshop at the end to help you embody this new intention that you have and and help you kind of jumpstart getting into just channeling this new person, a new life that you want to lead. 
And I also host uh, private breathwork and Reiki workshops and intuitive readings as well. And that can be booked through my website. Um, And again, my goal is really just to help uh, people get back to their core by using these tools. And so I'm in the process right now of actually restructuring my offerings. So these one-on-one sessions um, may not stick around for too much longer. Um, I'm really feeling a call to create um, larger, longer containers where I can work with people one-on-one um, so we can really help dive deep into your stories and I can, you know, hold you and hold space for you as you might be going through a transition or your evolution or transformation um, and I'll use you know these tools and just some spiritual guidance and coaching to h- kind of help you get through these transitions so more to come on that um, but yeah the best way to just get in touch is just uh, through my Instagram or my website amazing thank you so 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 much for being on the show today this was I just had a blast Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate this opportunity and so glad to make this connection. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week.